0: I can't do this. I'm no good at this. This is why I fucked up. Damn it. Why does this always happen to me? Are these thoughts familiar to you? I know they have been to me for some time. But hey, the good thing is, victim mentality, you can get out of it. And I'll show you how. Welcome to the Five for Love podcast, the show where we talk about health, empowerment, and training. Today, I will show you how to let go of victim mentality. Have fun! Welcome back to my podcast, to my YouTube. And before you say anything, I have lost one of my nails. So let's have a moment of silence for my nail. Okay, that's enough. So today, a substitute for my cats is Kickboxing Kitty. Kickboxing Kitty um, has toe beans, which I think is really important to mention. No, stay here. It, um, she's a little shy. But she's the plushie I made because I felt like making a plushie. And um, she's the prototype. I'm going to get more. They're going to be a little bit smaller. And um, I still don't know when I'm going to get them. Maybe they rip me off because I've been waiting forever for them to come. But anyway, this is Kickboxing Kitty, uh, Kiki for short. And uh, I love her. She's really cute. And she's here today and will be by our side. If that's not enough for you, we can um, also take Singapore kitty. And um, here you go. And donut kitty. Pusheen kitty. Okay. So this is our kitty army for today. I have more, but calm down. Let's settle with this. Can you sit? Please sit. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. There we go. Perfect. Um, Also, I have a new punching bag, and I'm really excited about that. See that? It's a whole setup. Isn't that cool? Then, before you ask, yes, I am wearing pants, but it's like a thousand degrees, and um, they're short. So, another reason to tune in to the cat's coffee and kickboxing youtube channel if you're listening to this as a podcast and um yeah (laughs) oh man this is so fucked up this was not going to be my intro at all but here i am here we are here we all are are you still here i hope so okay let's dig in um or dive in better than dig in uh but but, but my camera angle was a little shaky last time i've been told um i apologize this might be because um i'm just a lazy bitch and i'm doing this on my bed but um now like i have two mattresses and if i move now it's not shaky only the kitties are shaky but the camera is not shaky because it's on the other mattress so we're good i hope we're good um also oh yeah um, I'm going to have the opportunity, which is really exciting for me, to have a talk at a small event. It's going to be about how not to be a victim and letting go of victim mentality. Um, it's going to be both like physical and mental, um, how, how you can prevent violence, but also how you can prevent... Um, being abused mentally or or abusing yourself actually mentally. And um, I'm going to give this talk. It's, it's a small setup, but I'm really excited. So I figured, hey, why not make a podcast out of this? Because it's a really, really important topic in my books. And um, yeah, let's talk about this. So <clears throat> as always, we're going to start off with um, just defining what. A victim mentality actually means, and again, I'm gonna quote my good friend, Wikipedia. Victim mentality means, um, victim mentality is an acquired personality trait in which a person tends to recognize or consider themselves a victim of the negative actions of others and to behave as if this were the case in the face of contrary evidence of such circumstances. So to be clear, what I really want to want to emphasize is that, um, of course, you can be a victim. Of course, of course, people are victims of violent crime, of abuse, of um, bullying, whatever. People can absolutely be victims. I'm not trying to take that away from anybody. Of course not. Um, those experiences are horrible. I don't wish them upon anybody. This is why I do what I do. And um, I just want to emphasize this, but the victim mentality is when you see yourself, and this is where the second part of this definition, I think is really important. Uh, A victim mentality is if you even, you feel like a victim, even in the face of contrary evidence, such circumstances so you kind of feel like you're always the victim even if um the evidence points to something else and i've known people like that i think you probably know or know people like that maybe you kind of feel yourself like you're sometimes stuck in this victim mentality i know i was for a long time and um let me just help you unravel where it comes from and how we can just take control back of our own lives. And this video or this podcast is split into different sections. Also, as always, I want to talk about, first of all, I want to talk about um, your upbringing. Then I'm going to talk about how to observe your behavior um, then part three is going to be how to overcome the situation that you're in or the situation that you put yourself in. And part four is how to become a person that comes out of victim mentality and becomes stronger, more confident and uh, takes back control of their own life. So yeah, let's just, uh, let's just dive right in the upbringing part one, upbringing um of course your parents are a big factor of how they shape your mentality right i'm not saying if you're you have a victim mentality it's because of your parents but you know how these things work usually or oftentimes we can observe what our parents are like and kind of um inherit those traits sometimes and we don't even recognize it we go through life and all of a sudden we're like oh my God, I'm just like my mom or I'm just like my dad. And um, sometimes it's worth to just take a look and, and, and see um, what they have been like and what you're like in certain situations. Maybe you even inherited a trait that you don't like about your parents. I know I've, I love my parents, but I know I have some traits that I did not like appreciate too much in them. And all of a sudden I was like, oh, I have that same thing. So, um, but it takes... It takes um, observing, but this is like the next part we're getting into. Um, So you can inherit certain traits from your parents, um, your upbringing, the people influencing you as you grow up. That's a big, huge factor. It can be also an aunt, an uncle, um, your siblings, whatever, your friends. The people you surround yourself with, right? People you surround yourself with have a big influence on you. Your parents can raise you to be the best human possible. If you hang out with fucked up people, um, it's just gonna fuck with you. Let's be clear. And, uh, or this way, I see it. And... Um, also, not just your upbringing of the people and, and the society that influences you, but also your experiences as you, as you grow up, as you get older. Um, maybe you've been a victim of harassment or abuse. I hope you're, you weren't, but let's be real. A lot of people or too many people still are. Um, maybe you're, you've been a victim of bullying. You've got bullied in school and um, you just kind of got pushed into being a victim get kind of um pressured into being a victim and sometimes these things just go on on, i'm sorry almost died sometimes these things just go on and on and on and on for years especially like bullying in school right once um you're the target of the bully and you You don't have any option to switch schools. That's your life, which is terrible. But a lot of kids are stuck in that cycle where they get bullied, bullied, bullied again and again over years. And that really fucks you up mentally. And that can actually lead to you, uh, in my my opinion, um, this is not like um, a study or anything. It's just what I'm saying. That can probably lead to you feeling like you're stuck or getting stuck in that victim mentality, which is understandable, but doesn't mean that you should stay there. Also, or um, the next part I want to get into is observe. So everything I said right now is something that you need to recognize in yourself. Okay? If you feel like you might have a victim mentality or you might lean towards having a victim mentality, um, ask yourself, how was my upbringing? This is the observe part. We talked about upbringing and how other people influence you and how you see yourself. Now it's time to observe. How was I raised? What happened to me when I was small or when I was a kid? And how did that shape me? And one really big factor here is your thoughts and the way you talk, the sentences that come out of your mouth. A lot of times um, we say things that, when you listen to yourself, sound really horrible. Like the way we talk to ourselves or about ourselves. Like These are small things sometimes, like apologizing for something you don't need to apologize for um, because it's not your fault or just kind of be like, oh, I'm so stupid. I did this again or I did that again. just oh why did I do this again it's always the same thing sometimes just like how we talk about ourselves in front of others or to ourselves this is what I'm saying Our the way we talk and also the way we think our thoughts they really influence us and this is a very big thing you guys the way we think I know you've heard this before but it's true the way we think and talk to ourselves on the inside also on the outside, but also on the inside, that's a huge thing. If I tell myself, I'm not good at this, I can't do this, you set, your up, you set yourself up for failure. And um, that really, really, really has a big power, power over you. So the way you talk to yourself and the way you talk about yourself in front of others, that is crucial here. And I think you really have to learn to observe these things. Maybe you can ask somebody for help. Maybe you can, um, I don't know, go to your coworkers, your friends, uh, your your sister, your your brother, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, and be like, hey, um, I noticed that I'm not, like, really gentle with myself. Can you please help me point out the sentences that I make where I'm, like, being mean to myself? or degrading myself, or just putting myself down, or making myself smaller than I am. Because other people can help you to recognize these situations. And uh, with your self-talk, while you're on your own, you have to be honest with yourself. Every time something happens, or you do something that might leave you feel ashamed a little bit, or like you did something wrong. I mean, the workplace right is full of situations like that maybe you made a mistake because we all do maybe you made a mistake and after like when you right when you make that mistake and you feel bad try to learn to observe your thoughts in that very moment are you gonna think oh i fucked it up again of course i did i'm just bad at this or are you gonna think oh okay so yeah i did fuck it up um why because of this and this and this okay so what am i going to do about it so it doesn't happen again and are you giving yourself grace and like just being nice to yourself understanding i'm not saying like um be like oh no big deal it's okay because sometimes it's not sometimes you did fuck up and you have to rec- you have to um you have to acknowledge that but you can be like okay i fucked up damn it i feel bad i shouldn't have done this but it happened it's okay, let's move on. Let's take precautions so it won't happen again. That's a different thing than just saying, well, you're so stupid or you're so bad at this or whatever. So I think a big part also of coming out of victim mentality is when you observe your thoughts is to find a solution so it won't happen again. I mean, I know I say this all the time, but it's true. I have ADHD and um, I had to learn this big time that I used to. I mean, it started out with, okay, I make a mistake. Oh, damn it. I'm so bad at this. I won't ever do this again. I just suck at this. I won't touch it anymore. Um, To, oh, okay. Oh, I have ADHD. So I'm probably bad at this because of my ADHD. So, um, okay, um, I fucked this up. Because I have ADHD, oh, well, I have ADHD, so what what are you going to do? Which is, in my opinion, also sort of a victim mentality, because you make yourself, or I made myself, victim of my ADHD, and when, when the right path, the path to empowering yourself, no matter what your circumstances is, okay, I fucked this up probably because I didn't listen or because I didn't take notes or because um, my ADHD came into play. So now, this is the important part, what am I going to do so it won't happen again? Because if you always fuck up at the same thing, you're always going to feel shitty about it. And you're always going to be like, I'm no good. I'm no good at this. I'm no good at that. When in reality, we can just learn how to do things, but there are different paths to get there. Like for me, I have to write down everything, every, everything. And um, I also had to, to say this, like I had to communicate with, um, with my, my sister. My sister is my boss, actually. So I had um, to communicate with her and be like, hey, okay, listen, whenever you give me, Stuff to do, I will write it down. Give me the time I need to write it down in my words so I can do this thing for you. So I will remember what you said, what you wanted me to do, and I can do it. That was huge. That was huge. Now it's just me. I mean, you find your own solution. But I think victim mentality is something that um, at first is like, OK, um, I feel really bad because I fucked something up. OK, I'm no good at this. I'm just pushing it away because it's negative, because it's, it's no fun. I, I just follow it up and off it goes till next time. And then there's like this middle part of, OK, I fucked it up. Oh, because I'm no, not so good at this. Oh, it's OK. I'm not so good at this, um, which is like not so bad but it's still not optimal. But And then there's, okay, I fucked this up. Why did I fuck it up? Okay, because of this and this and this. Okay, what can I do to not fuck it up in the future? I can learn this. I can learn that. I can write down this. I can blah, 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 blah. And this empowers you because next time you, you have the same problem, you run into the same problem and you will. You know how these things work. They always come back to you. Next time you run into the same problem, you can be like, okay, I took measures to make it better. And it will get better, and maybe you always have to fine tune like a, like a little bit um, on how you you get better at things. But eventually, you'll be fine. Even if you're the weirdo who always just writes down every single fucking thing, I do this, I do this, I'm guilty of that. But it helps me to stay focused, and I know I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do the thing and be able to do the thing, and everybody's gonna be happy at the end. And I think this is really important, and this is how you get out of victim mentality. Um, this is a big part. Observe and find ways to get better at it. At it. Um, and th- remember to um, recognize how you talk to yourself. This is really important too. So how do we overcome this? I just gave you an example of how we overcome like things that we fail at again, again and again um, or things that we think we're bad at. We can learn everything, remember that. But how do we overcome also like the negative thoughts in our head or if we talk negative about ourselves? Um, I am sure that you can retrain your brain to be more positive and to talk positively about yourself. So I said you have to recognize how you talk to yourself. Once you kind of nailed that and you see how you talk to yourself in this moment where you catch yourself saying something negative, replace it with something positive. A big thing, for example, is when you catch yourself thinking, well, I'm just not good at that. Replace it with. I'm not good at this yet. If you think I can't do this, replace it with. I can learn this, or I, can, I'm not, I can't do this yet, but I can get there. Of course, you don't have to do this with every single mini thing. I mean, uh, there's just some things I'm not good at, and it's okay. But there are many things where we want to be good at, or we want to get better, but we're just like, well, I just can't do it. And that's too easy, guys. That's too easy. This is not how you unlock your potential. This is not how you get Better and happier and more fulfilled if you're honest with yourself there are some things you're bad at and some things where it's okay to be like not good and those are your own things you choose what you can let go of what is not important like if you're not good at cleaning the bathroom then oh well sucks but hey that's just how it is or you can say, man, but I want my bathroom to be like sparkly clean because it's really important to me. So I will learn how to get better at it. You know you know what I mean? A weird example, I know. I just cleaned the bathroom yesterday. I'm good at it, actually. I would say. <laughs> I don't know if my boyfriend agrees. Um, and um, I think what it comes down to is also self-love how your relationship with yourself is. And I'm not going to get into this too much or otherwise I'm just going to be here talking for an hour or so, which is not my goal. Um, But self-love is key, I think. And um, you have to give yourself permission first to, to replace the bad thoughts or the not so good thoughts with positive ones. And then do it recognize it in the moment where you have a bad thought recognize that bad thought about yourself and replace it with something that is just a truth like okay i'm no good at this okay i'm not no good at this yet if i want to i can get better at it and i mean it's not going to work if you're going to say well i'm just a worthless piece of shit if that's the case i think you need some help really um but if you're just kind of beating yourself up for something that you're you think you can do better, then just tell yourself, "I can get better," and then do it. Get better at it. And I know it's easier said than done, but this is not a simple process. Or it's simple, but it's not easy. But replacing your bad thoughts about yourself with more positive ones that allow you to see the potential behind it, that is a huge thing. And um, it can also help you to just write down some nice things about yourself and or, or some replacement sentences like, um, I'm not good at this yet. I can't do this, but I can learn all these type of things. This can really help you. And you can just like write it down and look it up whenever you feel stuck or when you're too much in this um, dark place. And um, maybe you feel like you're always being a victim of circumstances of what others do. But I really ask you to look at the big picture and observe it. Put your emotions out of the situation and observe it from the outside and really write down what the facts are and be honest with yourself and really ask yourself, was that really somebody else's fault or maybe was it my own? Because getting out of victim mentality and being nice to yourself doesn't mean you don't recognize your, your, your mistakes. It's the opposite. You do recognize your mistakes, but you don't beat yourself up for them. You see where you, where you went wrong and you forgive yourself. For making a mistake. And then you find ways how to avoid it in the future. Or how to get better at it. And that's how you get out of this type of mentality. And um, part four is... Oh, yeah. No. Before I move on. I'm a big... I know not everybody is. But I'm a big fan of fake it till you make it. Because sometimes in order to learn something new. We have to put ourselves in a place as if we were already there to become the person who we want to be. So in this case if you feel like you're stuck in this victim mentality, you can train yourself to get out of it and the way to train yourself to get out of it is by just acting like you already are. Like ask yourself what would a person who does not have a victim mentality do right now how would this person talk what would this person do and this can really help you to after a while just get into this automatically and it starts out with habits but it just becomes your personality in time um yeah okay part four is how to become this person which um i just i just uh, told you but um I want to, part four is more about like, if you feel like you're in too deep and you don't see how you can get out of this, ask people for help. What I said earlier, ask other people to help you, help you observe how you talk about yourself and also find professional help. Because I think it's really important to just find somebody to talk to and Somebody you trust or a professional, sit down and, and tell this person, hey, I feel like I'm stuck in this negative cycle. I'm, I'm, I i don't like myself. I talk bad about myself and I'm in too deep. I need somebody to help me get out of this and people can coach you out of that. So it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to get help. And um, yeah, <laughs> that's basically it. Get help if you need it. Ask other people to help you observe yourself, and then work your way out from there. Remember, if you know the path, just take one step after the other. You'll eventually get there. It doesn't have to be a straight up, straight line. It can be like this. (laughs) But hey, just put one foot in front of the other, and you're going to be fine. So... Also, I want to talk about these four parts, but more in a sense of the self-defense, like the the, 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 um, physical part of coming out of victim mentality. Um, What is really interesting and um, sad too is that the Office for National Statistics of the UK says that more than half, 51%, of adults who were abused as children experienced domestic abuse in later life, which is crazy to me. It feels like patterns are always repeating. And it feels like once we're stuck in this victim mentality, whether no matter whose fault it is, um, it's hard to get out. And that's, yeah, that, that makes it really tough, right? So when I walk you through these parts again, but um, I'm going to talk about the physical physical things. <laughs> um, I hope this is a help. I always feel like psychology, psych Psychologically, psychologically is that a word? No, it is. Um, you mentally, let's call it mentally. I always feel like mentally and physically these things go together so tightly, they're woven together so tightly that your mental, the mental way you think about yourself and you talk to yourself represents the way you present yourself on the outside. I'm convinced of this. So I think even if you're if you've been a victim of abuse, harassment, whatever, these steps, the mental steps, can really help you get out of this. Um, but again, let's go back to the physical um, physical things. Like you know, I'm, I, I do self defense um, trainings, and um, a big thing, or the the biggest part, is how to prevent being a victim. It's not um, it's not necessarily techniques. How can I like beat someone up if I have to, um, because these, to be honest, rarely work. Um, the biggest part is your mental state and how to prevent getting attacked in the first place. Because maybe remember I've said it earlier in an earlier podcast, you are more likely to become a victim if you look like an easy target because. Somebody who wants to attack you for whatever reason will look for an easy target. They don't want to put up a fight. They want an easy easy target. So, And I think it's the same in bullying, kind of. People want easy targets. So if you train yourself mentally to come out of the state, you can also train yourself physically. And um, what that means, part one, again, let's go back to the upbringing. Especially as women, girls, we can get really fucked when we grow up. And I mean, it's in a way of we can really. How do I say this? Um, Some people, some cultures emphasize this whole virginity thing so much or put your worth as a woman to being pure. Like they tie your worth to being pure so much that you just can't help but grow up with a guilty conscience around things, topics like sex, um, intimacy, and um, just kind of living yourself, expressing yourself, maybe even like dressing as if you were like short shorts, you know, and um, I think this can really fuck with your head and it will also lead to you being um less like your self esteem is going to take a hit and that shows in the way you present yourself and i i don't mean like the way you dress and stuff i mean how you walk for example like your upbringing can make you feel ashamed or uncomfortable in your body which can lead you to more walk like this for example instead of here let me put the camera back if you walk like this you're like shoulder slouched inward um you're walking fast you're kind of just looking over your shoulder like this because you're uncomfortable you will be more likely to become a victim than if you walk upright proud your head is up you look where you're going you watch where you're going and you you you're going to be alert that's a very big difference and if your upbringing is more of you have to be ashamed of your body or you have to hide your body and don't talk um, or don't flirt with strangers. Just be careful. Be mindful of what you say. You have so many obligations and things and so much shame around so many topics that you're automatically closing, like, you're closed up. You're scared. You're unsure. You're unaware. you you don't know what you're supposed to do instead of if your upbringing is somebody who lifts up your personality who who encourages you to be yourself and to doesn't like put all these restrictions on you you're going to be more confident and it's going to show so if you walk more upright proud you're less likely to become a victim than if you're scared and uncertain and unsure um And this is also something, let's go to part two, that you can observe. If you walk somewhere, observe the way you walk, especially if maybe it's a little dark. I'm not saying walk in the dark alleys at night to observe yourself. Please don't do that. But just, you know, these situations where we're kind of unsure because um, our surroundings, maybe we're all alone, maybe it's dark, maybe there's a stranger and looks kind of creepy. Be aware of your body language and how you present yourself and observe how you act also observe do i have my phone in my hand or do i have headphones on like all closed up because i'm scared you know like the little kid hiding under the blanket or under the bed it's not gonna help monster is gonna know where you are right it's gonna know you're occupied and you can't see anything. You're under the covers. You can't see anything. Monster's gonna know where you are. That's stupid. Don't do that. So, oh, same thing when you're um, when you when you observe your phone, like you look at your phone and you have your headphones on and you're like in your little bubble of well-being because you're scared. Damn girl, you're you, <laughs> that's a good victim, you know, because this person's not alert. Not confident. This person is in their own world where it's easy to intrude from the outside. But if you're upright and you see what's going on and you look like you're going to put up a fight, you don't wear headphones. You don't have your phone in your hands. Maybe you have it nearby to alert somebody if you have to, but you don't like look at it, but you look at what's going on. You're less likely to be attacked. So observe how you act. And then again, overcome, retrain yourself. I know it's scary sometimes. I know there are scary situations. But if you can put up a confident act, it will only benefit you. Um, yeah, and the part four is, well, automatically you will become this person. If you do it often enough, you will become this person. and. Also, part four was a big thing, a big topic. Of part four was find help or ask for help. And also, it's the same if you're in a situation where you, where you could, um, where it looks like uh, you could be attacked or harassed or whatever. Ask somebody for help. You can ask other people around you for help, and. Um, Because people also, like, if something happens or, like, let's say you're sitting in a train, right? Like, here in Switzerland, we have a ton of trains and we ride them all the time. And there have been situations in my life, and I've heard it from other people, too, where you're alone in the train or you're not alone, but, like, there's not a lot of people around. And you ride the train and some stranger sits like, um, across from you and starts, let's say, touching your knee. That happened to me before. The wrong thing to do would be that freeze moment that, oh, I don't know what to do. So I'm just going to stay there, and not do anything. That would be, that was sent the wrong message. The right thing to do, right thing, right? It always depends on the situation. But what I want to say, like the thing that would be more effective is hand away, like push the hand away. Don't be aggressive, but just like brush it away and be confident and maybe maybe what you can also do is stand up and walk away and if you can let's say maybe there's another person sitting across from you that's more trustworthy stand up and go sit next to that person and um, tell that person what's happening or ask somebody for help this can really also help you to get out of situations that are a little sketchy. And um, I know, I, again, it always depends on the situation. I don't, I don't want to tell you do this, this is the only right thing to do. It's not, it's always, circumstances are always different. But I'm just saying, do something, um, ask people for help, be confident, um, fake confidence if you have to, it's gonna make a difference. Act as if you would put up a hell of a fight if it comes down to that. I'm not saying be aggressive. That doesn't help, but be confident. Don't show them that you're scared. I think these are important things. And um, so I hope I kind of found a way to make this or to present this in an understandable way that victim mentality can be mental. And if you overcome the mental part, you can also overcome situations where you might be where you are in a situation where you might be prone to be a victim so yeah i hope this helps you it's been a little bit all over the place but these tips i mean they have helped me a lot to get more confident and to to own what i can't do and what i can do in a good way and to transfer like what i can't do into what is possible to do and i think that's huge once you overcome that barrier of this is not for me like this is what i can do here's the border here's what i can't do it can be a bridge like the i can't do this yet i can learn how to do this and training yourself can be a bridge to unlocking your potential and that's really what it comes down to and um same thing or yeah same thing when you um when you have to defend yourself you can't like come out of this i think it comes down to come out of this freeze moment and find a way because your potential is on the other side and yeah that's that um i hope you liked this episode which was all over the place but um yeah leave a comment what uh what what you think, what your thoughts are about this topic and um, whether you got what I was trying to get across. I hope you did. Also, um, you can buy me a coffee online. Did you know? If you like this episode, if you like my tips, you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash Tanya Mader, T-A-N-J-A-M-A-D-E-R and buy me a coffee. I love coffee. You know, I forgot my intro, but hey, we're all learning well at least I am and um, also join me on Instagram at it's up to you personal training and on my podcast fight for love you can find it on Spotify and iTunes and uh, my YouTube cats coffee and kickboxing also on LinkedIn I'm Tanya Mader again it's T-A-N-J-A-M-A-D-E-R and yeah that's that remember You are stronger than you think. And I will see you next time. Bye.